you're not signed up for Hassle Cattle Company, man, are you missing out. Uh, right now at Hassle Cattle Company, DNVR listeners can get 10% off with the code DNVR10 at HassleCattleCompany.com. And all orders over $200, you get free shipping as well. Hassle Cattle Company delivers anywhere in the USA. So even if you're listening to this somewhere other than Colorado, which a lot of our listeners are, uh, they will ship to you. Hassle Cattle Company, they've got the best Wagyu beef around. They call their beef the blue collar Wagyu, and they've got everything. They've got New York strip, beef bacon, Wagyu Frank. They've got Wagyu smoked sausage. They've got even jerky flavors. Uh, They've got everything, and you can get delivered right to your door. Head to HassleCattleCompany.com. Use the code DNVR10 for 10% off your order. What is up, everybody, and welcome to the Winner's Lounge. Showtime. Showtime. It is showtime, fellas. Look at this brand new shirt. Look at this work of art. That thing is a beaut. It's a great shirt, Eric. Thanks, guys. Yeah, I, uh, that, very good job. I, I went to I went job. to Fiverr.com and I got. Uh, is that right? You had somebody design it. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> Look at that Showtime, the beautiful Rocky Mountain skyline, sunset, a yeah, nice the, beautiful the sunset, beautiful silhouette. That could be anybody. It could be. It could be. What is more beautiful, the Colorado sunset uh-huh. over the Rockies, sure. or Michael Porter Jr.'s jump shot? Oh, uh, the Colorado Sunset. Yeah. <laughs> the Colorado Sunset definitely what? like way more uh, I mean, no way. Freaking beautiful, man. Let me say this. Let me say this. Michael Porter's jump shot brings me so much happiness. Yeah, way yeah, more than a sunset. A sunset's calming. Michael Porter Jr. is like They're euphoria. They're both amazing. They're both great. One both. can't get turned off, though. That's, that's, that's true. One is just always on. It is you so know you're both, you're gonna, I actually don't you know, know what you're yeah. talking about. You know you're going to get both every day. <laughs> you know you're going to get both. Usually like once one. a day. Mm-hmm. I mean, my goodness, I can't wait. We're going to talk about Michael Porter here in just mere moments. First, got to remind you that today's show at All Winners Lounges are brought to you by... DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Use promo code DNVR and follow my instructions. I have taken over Dev as the guy you should (laughs) listen to for all of your betting advice. Dev, pretty good. Sometimes better than others, but so he's pretty good. Myself, on the other hand, (laughs) I give you nothing but stone-cold locks. Stone cold locks. Do you want some? Uh, an yeah, you want to explain yourself? To explain yourself, Dev? What I'm gonna need is a <laughs> ride. <laughs> a ride home. Ride home. Yeah, his, his car. He said to bet the car. Wow, he's gonna need a new car. Um, all right, I got Harrison Wynn in the lounge. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here in the lounge. Wow, um, bringing the energy. <laughs> yeah, I, I do have to say about this shirt though. I know I said vibes are immaculate. It was my favorite shirt that. The late the uh, that D line has put out <laughs> the late the yeah, late Eric. I was gonna say, Harrison's gonna kill me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is my new favorite shirt oh, that D line has put out. That thing is fire, man. It's straight heat. It's listen. I try to uh, I try to do a different style in every single shirt that I do, so that if somebody sees one and they think it sucks, maybe they think the next one's good. Because yeah. it's a different style. Well, there you go. This one, it's got some beach shop vibe. Like, it's this like is, a surf shirt. Well, this is like, this is like super 80s style. Super 80s, 90s. Have we done a black? It's a black shirt. It's a black shirt. Have we done a black nugget no, shirt? No, no. We did the black Die Hard. Right. Oh, That's right. It. Yeah. Well, that, that just did is that um, when you're a man like me, you have to rely on as many contextual clues as possible because for reasons that I won't get into, I can't say 
names of teams or players. Yeah. So I need to make and it. And it sucks because every other sport, they're like, yeah, do it. And then in the NBA, they're like, yeah. Like if I just got to make a shirt and I could just draw a guy, first off, the shirts would be awesome. But yeah, they would be awesome. I can't do it. So I need to be clever. And I need to go back to the 80s. I need to get the DeLorean up to 88. And I, then this this is like in... in um, Kobe Bryant's courtside 96. I referenced this more than any other video game. Uh, Jordan is <laughs> it's number... It's like Ken Griffey Jr. Uh, 95 yeah. or whatever that game was. Well, Michael Jordan is number 98. There's just no Michael right. Jordan. It's like everybody has a name except for number 98, and he's the best player. <laughs> it's like, all right, we can't say his name. Over here, I got Kill Bill, a.k.a. Superstar Dev. Somebody else brought it up, but I, I don't know if it was just me. We look, we do look high def on this. It looks good. Oh. It looks good. You that's two together, you're saying? Design. It, it might be the picture. It might be the picture of the shirt or something that's bringing out uh, my my strong attributes. <laughs> <laughs> you guys wow. look like a hip hop duo, like Run the Jewels yeah, or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, me especially. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he, would, he would be like like he would have an instrument. Yeah, an instrument <laughs> like he's playing of some sort. Like a violin. Like a, like a key, no, I'd have like with a guitar, and I'd have uh, the talent. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, guys, you can buy the shirt right now. DNVRlocker.com. It's is it the DNVR Locker? Or DNVR it's, Locker. Uh, the DNVR the Locker. DNVR. Or you can just click on or the link. Or DNVR Locker. We actually have both. Um, yeah, we do have both. I guess I don't know why I asked. You can buy all of our merch there, guys. We got all kinds of cool stuff there. Across all sports teams. I also have three more shirts. When? I don't know. I don't know how to do it. You this. wait for the right moment. I do. I wait for the right moment. Uh, there's only three games left. So yeah. There's I, one, I will say that a lot, of people, has a big, there's a lot uh, of people in the chat. There's a lot of people in the chat asking for a specific player. Is it uh, uh, Chad Harrison, isn't it? It's yes. Marcus they, Howard. Oh, it's Marcus Javel. Howard. It's Marcus Javel. Howard. They want the Javel shirt. They have a shirt. Wow. <laughs> Oh, that's a great point, Michaela. It's also, you guys are thinking about buying the shirt. Just sign up for a membership. You get the membership. Then the shirt's free. And yeah. it's basically the same price, so it's the best way yeah. to do it. Then You're you going to buy the shirt anyway. You might as well get the membership with it. Then you get access to the list. You get access to all of our written content. Vote does the grades. There's all kinds of good stuff. And again, more behind the paywall than you realize. And access to the DNVR Discord. Tons of stuff. Mm -hmm. Guys, the Nuggets, 117-112. They bounce back. A little two-game losing streak. They bounce back against the Charlotte Hornets. Yeah. Bounce back, maybe not quite appropriate. I'm not going to lie. This game mirrors a lot of the games recently. Brooklyn, the Knicks, even the Utah Jazz. Denver, up huge in the first quarter. Then fall apart and like in sque squeak one out. Um, yeah. Are you impressed with this game? Are you feeling good about it? Where, what's your takeaway after watching this game? I'm not impressed with it, no. But... The big positive, there were a couple of big positives. One of them was on the pregame show, I want. I said I wanted to see the Nuggets win a close game. I feel like this qualifies as a close game. It was a two-point game with like a couple minutes left. So yeah. I think you can say it was a close game. The other part of what I wanted to see was Michael Porter Jr. have a fourth big fourth quarter. That did not happen, although he had a big first half. So I'm not impressed but they did win a close game. They didn't blow it down the stretch. Here's the thing about a close game. It wasn't a close game. It was Denver was up like 15 points yep. and fumbled it well, to make it a, f a close game and then eked it out. I mean, it doesn't feel like Denver had to like really dig deep to win this one. It right. was that they really had to trip hard. They just had to not blow it. Yeah. They I tripped mean, down all but one step. Yeah. If this was a game that meant anything, like the Nuggets would have won this game by 35 points going away. They, yeah. they put in the weirdest... I mean, they were up by 21 after the first quarter. Yeah. Then they put in the single strangest 
combination of players that they could cobble together. They were like playing, just like rolling dice, and then I looked down in. the third quarter, and then I looked up, and Shaq Harrison, Faku, and Marcus Howard were on the floor together. Yeah, that was yeah, a weird with, lineup. It's like, wait, how'd that happen? With with uh, Jamichael Green and Dad. <laughs> like, yeah, it was really I weird. I look down, look up, and I see those three Total, on the floor. I mean, it, and so you know, it was close, but like it was close because that unit was as bad as the first starting unit was good to start the game. So it, like they coughed up that lead, and it was a fake imaginary lineup. So it's like you can't even really draw anything from it. It just was like, whatever. We're we're in purgatory here. Like we just can't wait for the playoffs to start, but we have to play a game. So. Get on out there, yeah, uh, mini lads or what? Is that even the mini lads? That was the. It's even the, minier than the, the mini lads. The, the, the mini lads has evolved so many times. <laughs> yeah. There's been so many iterations. The diminutive of it. dudes. <laughs> uh, Dev, are you feeling good about this win? Is it a feel good win? I wouldn't call it a feel good win, um, <laughs> but they they finished they finished the game. They were still healthy. Also, the positive or the thing to look at in this game and pretty much all of the games lately is. The Nuggets have had the two best players on the court every single time. Like, that's just what, what has been happening. You have Michael Porter Jr. go out and have a big game. You have Jokic, who's the MVP, have another big game. Um, they're still trying to figure out ways to try to get other people involved. But it was good to see Aaron Gordon get involved or yeah. um, Jermichael Green to score the basketball. So, like, things were answered that we had in pregame. Aaron Gordon, someone else stepping up, close game wins. A lot of things were answered. But that's not a game that you're super excited about. Yeah. I, I kind of feel much the same way. But, you know, there's still three games left for them to kind of get a, a check some of the boxes. W one thing, though, that was encouraging and remains encouraging about this game, Michael Porter's jumper, six of ten from threes. Do you remember a couple games back when he had the back-to-back -back games with six threes and we talked sure. about what a big deal it was and how rare it was in Nuggets history? Now he's got a third one with six threes. And to be <laughs> honest with you, that was mostly in one half. He kind of went <laughs> yeah. away in the second half, Dude. which is, is concerning. But here's the thing. When I watched Michael Porter, I remember Jamal Murray's sophomore season. I remember Nikola Jokic's sophomore season. Jokic's sophomore season was great, by the way. You saw then how good he was and you're like made you daydream about what he can become and and he's done it same with jamal murray but porter you look at this and you go a guy that can make six threes multiple times when he's not even a guy that fully has the green has mostly a green light it just i look at him and i go i the next evolution of him like the year from now two years from now i really don't know what it is six threes maybe it's 10 threes on the regular. Not not every night, but I'm saying it's not a thing that you even blink at. MP Clay, dude. MP Clay. His shot is incredible. I'm telling yeah. Michael Porter Jr.'s shot is as perfect looking Showtime. as just about anyone in the NBA, if not anyone. Yeah. I tweeted in the first half that he arguably has the best shot in the NBA, and I quickly amended that to say behind Steph Curry because I think Steph Curry's still the best shooter. That might have been the breck distillery tasting that we had <laughs> this afternoon still before the game we all we all drink like 20 um, mini shots yeah <laughs> but he is arguably the best shooter in the league behind steph curry and the crazy thing is a lot of people always get at me and say oh if he was not on a team with nicole Jokic, he wouldn't be this good of a shooter and yeah he gets a lot of really good looks off of nicole Jokic passes but he also hits a lot of threes that are contested can i can i tell really you something that might guarded. blow your mind yeah. I this is as of like two games ago, so it might have changed a little bit. Yeah. More efficiency, higher volume without Jokic on the court than with him on the court. So there you go. There you go. He's absolutely like 
an elite, 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 elite shooter. And the kid's a star. I mean, the kid is a star. We, we've seen it since Jamal Murray's gone down. I'm like you. It's scary thinking about, not for me, for the rest of the NBA, it's scary to think about what this kid's going to be in a year or two because I can't really wrap my head around it. When I talk about him, when I say a year or two from now, here's the biggest thing because he's going to add a handle. He's going to add some more defense. He's going to get stronger, hopefully stronger hands. But the number one thing that's going to change for him is right now, He's still thinking the game, and he's still oh, yeah. wondering if he's allowed to shoot or not, or not even allowed, just should I? Like, what's a good shot, what's not? You know, watch Jamal Murray play, watch Jokic play. Those guys, it's internalized now. They don't have to think about it. There's no, they are never thinking when they're on the court. It's just reactive, and Michael Porter right now is like 50% there. I, I think it'll take a year or two more for him to fully get there, but he seems to always make, I don't know what the numbers say, but my internal calculation, he is shooting 100% on shots he doesn't have to think about. Hold on, let me do it quick. <laughs> oh, that checks out. And I can't wait till 100% of his shots are shots he doesn't have to think about. Yeah. So you're going to shoot 100% in this He league? might shoot 100% from three. <laughs> I think a lot of it is a battle of Malone, like first off, like, like pull, pulling him back, like, hey, yeah. you can't take those type of shots. And now him being the offense, you're the guy that we have to go through and we need you to shoot the ball. And I think there's a battle at times. And yeah. that's when you see like times that he jumps and then passes it and then tries to cut or things like right. that. Like he's trying to cut. And I just think that there's like a battle within himself of when do I take shots or not? Because right now, this was a game that we say that he didn't um, like there was a time that he was not taking shots that third, that second half. He did yeah, not take a lot of shots, but he still leads the team in field goal attempts. Because right. he was so hot in the first right, half. Yeah. But that's that's a, a, a teaching moment where you say, you're our guy tonight. You're the guy that's making everything. You're efficient. You're playing within the offense. You also have the hot hand. Take as many shots as you can. Like, this is a game that Michael Porter Jr. should have took about 29 shots, yeah. honestly. Because yeah. he had it going in the first half and you ride the hot hand. Um and I want to see it. I want to see what tonight would have looked like if he had five or six more shots. Would they have been a little forced? Yes, but he's 12 of 18. And let's be yeah. honest, I felt good if he took a four shot. Not a bad, like, off the dribble or whatever, but just off of a handoff. Go right into it. See what happens. He does that. Like, he takes shots that are not good shots, but they're good shots because he takes right. them totally. and he makes them. It is so weird how he comes out so passive in the second half. I don't understand it. I don't. I can't figure out if it's a schematic thing, if it is intentional, if it is just like he comes in and puts his foot on the gas so hard that he just has to like take a break, bro, or something. Like right. he's in his refractory period in the second half or yeah. something. Uh, but it's it's strange. Like I'd love to see him just come out with that ferocity and intensity that he comes out to start the game with the entire game. He'd score 50 points a game. <laughs> it is wild how we've seen that first quarter from him so many times this year, I feel like. Especially recently, I feel yeah. like he's averaging 15 points. Yeah, per and then the quarter. second half comes, he's like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I yeah." I wonder what it is. I'm sure it's a combination of, of all those things you just said, um, but I want to see it. Like you said, I just want to see it where he's that guy for the entire game because he took 10 threes tonight. It wasn't nearly enough. He could have taken 15 threes tonight, and I kind of want to see one of those games where he does. And um, yeah, like. I just want to see it. Yeah, and the other thing is like the gravity with him is so real. I, I mean, he's going to have the most gravity on the team by far of anyone because of how tall he is, because of how high he jumps, how quickly he gets that shot off. And I do think there's something to him leaning in a little bit more towards shooting it because guys, there was a couple plays tonight where he would shot fake and guys wouldn't jump for it. You want to get to the point where if you're coming off a pin down and you shot fake, guys have to jump because it's like if I don't jump, he just scores it. Yeah. So you want it, you want him to get even more to that spot and. When you do bring back a Jamal Murray, 
when you do start to fill in with Monte Morris and Will Barton and other guys, or maybe next year's different guys that can shoot the three, mm-hmm. you start running him off of screens and it bends the defense so hard that all of a sudden all these other guys are wide open. And we're, we'll get there. I, we're, what we're talking about right now is a guy who is a work in progress, but already fantastic. And on some nights, as good as any scorer in the NBA yeah. for, he, for pockets. So he had the huge first half quarter did, and then the third quarter goes silent. Denver still scored 28 points in the third quarter. Yeah. So, like, that's the thing you got to think about. It's not like the offense totally died when Porter didn't get his same looks. They still scored 28 points. Um, Now, what you run into is if he doesn't get the ball the entire third quarter and then you find yourself in a close game in the fourth, then he's not in that same rhythm, which almost bit the Nuggets in the butt tonight. Um, But they survived. I'd like to see a little bit more Jokic, MPJ, two-man, too. I mean, as the game got down to the stretch, they weren't really going to. I thought he got even more silent yeah. towards the end of the game. And if he was found on a kickout or whatever, a cut, okay, was there. But I just want to see, like, give him the ball and Dude, run a pick and roll. See what I, happens. I want Michael Porter Jr. to go straight fucking killer mode. Like, the whole game. Like, Steph Curry does to us. Yeah. Like, you know, sometimes, like, Anthony Davis will do. We're just It's just like a steady diet of unrelenting... Shots where the other team's like, oh, we're not going to win. He's just thinking it. I mean, this is I what guess. it is. What, why is he not thinking it in the first? Well, because in the first, you've got so much time. You know, you're on yeah. a roll, this you're or that. make up for it. When it, the game gets tight, I mean, part of the story here is the first unit blows the doors off. I think they were the plus 18 before they checked out. Second unit coughed that up almost immediately, and now yeah. you have a game. And I just think it's more of a, like, hey, let's solve this together. And it's good. I'm glad he has this. I'm glad you're trying to push him more to the aggressive part. <laughs> you're, right. you, like, you're glad you're not going the other way. Yeah. Imagine this two years ago. If you were saying, like, all right, let's fast forward 18 months. What's it like? It's like, well, Michael Porter makes every shot he takes, but we can't get him to take a lot. And you're like, <laughs> what? I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> like, Hold on. No, no, no. He's, like, hyper-efficient. Like, one of the most efficient players <laughs> ever. It's, it's He's the, actually Clay Thompson. Yeah, but exactly. Clay yeah. It, it's, it's the ball conundrum. Yeah, what's that? In that, oh, the ball, yeah. the ball is this children, transitioning to a manscape three. I don't, I don't <laughs> the ball conundrum in that you want to be feel your freshness at all times. No, in that the ball children you think are going to be bombastic. They're all quiet. Michael Porter Jr. You think he's you need to quiet him down. It turns out you need to ramp him up. How is this yeah. possible? Yeah. Yeah. One of the things we talked about was uh, Jokic and Michael Porter Jr. trying to find some type of. Um, cohesion or just get something going I feel like they tried to do it in the second half and then a couple of turnovers came and it just like threw him off uh, of his entire game and then that's when they just could not find any type of connection I think he got a little bit down on himself after I agree okay now I'm gonna like be a little bit more passive or I'm gonna try to make up for those mistakes in different ways when Jokic just wants you to play the right way if that means score the ball score the ball but I think when those mistakes happened, it was just like, okay, I'm just going to just stay back now. Yeah, that's a great t- observation because I saw that too. And then there was that play late in the fourth where MPJ wasn't on the court and Jamichael Green and Aaron Gordon were at the 3-4. And Aaron G- or, and Jamichael Green had that great pass to Jokic from the elbow, hit Jokic in the post, and Jokic had that turnaround layup. And I turned to Devin, I was like, I don't know if MPJ makes that pass. Like, that might be a <laughs> yeah. turnover. Yeah. So, yeah. It's- it's funny because I feel like we're almost being down on MPJ right now. And I, like, I, it, lousy MPJ. No, no, yeah, like it's weird. Like we're critiquing the part, but the truth is, like this guy's talent is so insane. Mm. His growth is so insane, and his jumper is. I just there's few thing, few things I have more confidence in than Michael Porter shooting a three right now. When he shoots a three, I just like immediately get. 
all excited and ready. What is a thing in life you have more confidence in than a Michael Porter jump shot? A Jokic touchdown pass? Yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, let's hit king of the game. Let's get king of the game. We might have... You Look, this could have gone to Jokic or no, Porter very easily. Thirty points, uh, team high plus, a uh, game high plus twenty three, very meaningful. And let's be honest, we dropped the shirt. We're not gonna, we're not gonna not choose Porter out tonight. We dropped the Porter shirt. So, uh, king of the game, showtime! Look at that beautiful thing. Let's hit an ad break. You can even maybe just lead that up, man. I mean, look at that. Buy it right now on the merch store. Uh, we'll hit an ad break. On the other side, we will talk about Jokic's night. We'll talk about Aaron Gordon's night, who I thought was very encouraging. And we'll talk about Monte Morris, the return mm. of Mr. Nugget. Yeah, guys, pick up some Mile High City Copper Lager from Breck Brew. You can get it at your local liquor store. You can get it at the Breck Brew Farmhouse if you've never been out there in uh, beautiful Denver, Colorado. It's it's an awesome spot. Tons of stuff to do out there. Great food, great drink. And you can get some Mile High City Copper Lager there. You can get it at your local liquor store. You can't miss it in that Nugget Skyline Blue Can. We drink it a lot during games. Great beer to sip on the side uh, while watching a Nuggets victory. Also, make sure to go to Gabby.com slash DNVR. Gabby.com slash DNVR. Gabby stands for Get a Better Insurance, and they're helping customers save an average of $961 per year on their insurance. What you do, you go to Gabby.com slash DNVR, put in all your insurance info, car insurance, home insurance, They'll run your numbers against 40 of the top providers and tell you where you're wasting money and where you can save a lot of money uh, if you switch your insurance to this, if you change up that. Uh, so check them out. A lot of us here at DNVR are using it and saving a lot of money. Uh, so go to Gabby.com slash DNVR, Gabby.com slash DNVR. It stands for Get a Better Insurance. That's exactly what they help you do. Gabby.com slash DNVR. All righty. So... Back here, DNVR Nuggets podcast. Don't forget, guys, we are also a podcast on off days. So if you enjoy the show, you enjoy our conversations, subscribe to podcasts right on your phone. If you missed the lounge, you can listen to it on your phone while you're driving, whatever. Yeah, what, what, what do you have to lose? La you know what I did when I woke up this morning, you guys? What's First that? thing, listen to Harrison and D-Line oh. breaking down some Nuggets talk. It was great. What Still laying think? in bed. It was great. It was good stuff. <laughs> he, looked, he looked away when he said that. It was great. It was great. What I It was fine. It was fine. It was fine. It was a podcast. It was, was a podcast. It was listenable. <laughs> I, I, I got through most of it. I, mean, I, I, I did. I listened to most of it. So it was really good. No, it was great stuff. Um, let's, let's move it on now to Nikola Jokic, guys. It's a weird one from him. 30 points, 11 rebounds, 6 assists. But none of that sticks out to me. What sticks out to me? 16 of 17 from the free throw line. Dev, has is he getting MVP calls? Has his star risen? Or do you feel like he is learning how to draw fouls? Because his foul free throw shooting, his numbers have gone up over the last 10 games or so. Yeah, I'll say he's actually learning how to draw fouls. I Gr think he's strong agree. a lot more aggressive, and he's also um, forcing guys to foul him. Like he, I, I can tell that he's starting to read what the other guys were doing, and he's like, why can't I do that? So now he, maybe he's watching film on those guys. But you could actually see him um, hunting guys out and understanding this is what I have to do to get to the foul line. And you could tell just by the confidence when he gets fouled, he just walks straight to the free throw line. Like, there's no guessing about it. Um, I feel like early on he used to try to shy away from those type of moments or just score in a more finesse way. 
Now he's like, you, you know, I'm big as hell. <laughs> I, I can do whatever I, I want. Do you guys notice how huge I am? Yeah, I could do both. I could do a little bit of both. I'm, I'm, I'm finesse, and also I'm going to get to the free throw line. I think he has the Andre the Giant syndrome where he's still growing because seeing him next to Zeller tonight, Zeller is a seven-footer. He's a tall, tall guy. He looked tiny next to Jokic. <laughs> Jokic just dwarfs him. It's so true. Did you ever watch that uh, Andre the Giant special on 30 for 30? Yeah, yeah. I did. How he had to fly coach across like the whole world. We felt bad for him. I hope Jokic doesn't have that same affliction. <laughs> I don't think he'll have to fly coach. I don't think so. I don't think he'll have to fly coach either. He probably yeah. won't just have to fly commercial, really. Um, do you think he's learning how to I think I think that there is there are two things at play. I think he is playing for contact, but I don't think that he's I don't think that's new, but I think he's like upping the intensity but i do think that people are starting to acknowledge that he is the mvp of this league and actually blowing the whistle when he's getting slapped and swatted and his arms are getting clawed on the back and all of these things that we watch Jokic endure and you know complain about people think that uh he is you know he complains a lot like luca but like really he just never to this point i guess has gotten calls like he just gets beat up because he, he is so goddamn big people can't move him <laughs> so they just allow him to to chop at Jokic because uh they can't even really make a dent um but it seems i mean 17 i mean those are embedian numbers <laughs> i think it's a career high so i think it is as well and he had 10 games this season with 10 free throws or more <laughs> four of them have come since april 26 so basically the last two weeks I just want to call it really quick. Scott Carpenter uh, sent us a super super chat sticker, and it, the text said a hamburger. That's what it is. It's a hamburger. A hamburger. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, a little cheeseburger. A hamburger. A cheeseburger, baby. <laughs> yeah, heading out cheeseburgers here. Him and Jokic both doing that. Um, you missed the stat though. I am sorry. Four. He had ten games this year with ten free throws or more. Four of them have come in the last. Let's see here. Eight games. Mm. That's. So to me, that's like if there was yeah. a slope, you'd be like, oh, for sure. He is starting to get more. And in the games where he wasn't shooting them, eight free throws, eight free throws, nine free throws. So a lot of these games, he's getting eight plus free throws, which is well above his average. I do think there's something to it. I do think he is learning. I think he went through a period of frustration. I yeah. wonder if Michael Malone and him had to sit down or anybody on the coaching staff and said, hey, here's how you do it. Like you're making great moves sometimes. And look, a funny thing to think about as well. Jokic is a super hyper efficient scorer off of just making them. Hasn't been the last, you know, uh, especially tonight, he shoots below 50%. But I wonder if it's, it is hard to balance finesse with drawing fouls, and maybe he's, he's still figuring that out. I don't know. One quick point that was made uh, four of those were techs. Yeah, so. sure. Right. So that that pads that tech, pads the, the number. Oh, tech. so he really only had thirteen, which is still an enormous which is still amount. it's yeah. still not quite Embiidian, but it's it's, <laughs> it's quite a few. For Do you him. think they just pop on a tape of Joel Embiid? And they're like, this is how you draw fouls. This is <laughs> how you he, draw shooting fouls. Well, do you think he, I wonder, if, it'd be a great question that he would never answer on the regulars. Where we, yeah. This is a question you ask in the locker room after the scrum Just ends. on to the side, yeah. Just like, do you ever watch guys in the NBA and how they draw fouls and maybe try to still cover? Because I wonder if he does. I, I got to think most of it is that. I, I do think some of it is just him getting more respect, though. Yeah. As, as the season has gone on. And, I mean, I don't want to take too much credit for this. We don't want to take too much credit, but... <laughs> <laughs> we've been we've been pushing the the narrative that he doesn't get the respect he deserves from officials and I've got to think as the season winds to a close 
that's just kind of more present on people's minds. We have put out quite a few podcasts with that very yeah. message. I would think most of the referees in the NBA listen to this podcast. I, I give I give myself personally less than one one millionth of a percent. Oh, okay. Well, that's credit the, for yeah. this. I mean, that's that's good. You're, you're modest. Still, yeah, I mean, it's greater than zero. It's greater than zero. I mean, even though that you just totally inflated that number on your behalf, like true. <laughs> one thing I will say, Yoke down the stretch missed a couple bunnies, and it's just been a couple games in a row. I would love to see that yoke we know and love where he goes like seven for seven in the fourth um just one of those but you know what it it, it happens um he's still great 30 points 11 <laughs> rebounds six assists. he's still the best um, player in the goddamn league the other guy i want to talk about next is aaron gordon who had a very interesting night first of all he comes back from a rest from a, from a couple days off actually yeah. i think he had five or six days off total uh he goes eight of 14 from the field for 17 points he even makes a three he goes one of two from three three assists two steals six rebounds so kind of fills it up Eric, what did you see from Aaron Gordon tonight? I saw one moment of absolute rejuvenation. The dunk? Where he, where he yammed it so hard, and I was like, 50! And then I saw him, <laughs> and then I saw him miss a dunk, when I was like, more on Dwayne Wade's side on that one. Maybe I'll give him a, give him <laughs> a five Dwayne or a three. Uh, but overall, like, he was, you know, he was like, he looked a little bit better. Um, there is the running theory as we're watching the game that he is laboring more than maybe we have given him credit or maybe has <laughs> been obvious. Like he's just like hurting, like maybe the ankles or whatever is right. giving a little trouble. But like he has really not been good offensively of late. And today he was like, okay, offensively, which is a massive upgrade. Yeah. It was great to see the athleticism come back. Like that dunk um, that he had. I just don't feel like we've had many of those type of plays at all. Weirdest um, dunk, by the way. It was. It looked awkward. like he was going to lay it up underhand and then just turned his like somehow got above the rim and dunked. It was the yeah, weirdest it, thing. Yeah. Steps were off and everything, but like that that's the athleticism that you yeah. need from him. But that's like a that's a huge game from from Aaron Gordon, especially from a confidence standpoint to be going through like a, a offensive like just downfall um to like start closing out the the, the season like cuz right now that was like probably like their most meaningful game remaining in the season where he has to like grade himself on and before yeah. he probably sits it down to the playoffs so that he could get back healthy um so that was like just good for him to like see the ball go in mm -hmm. and to see himself in the offense and just try to get something going especially on a night that they didn't need him defensively like to be a part of the offense right. that's that's big yeah i liked what he did because i felt like he got a lot within the flow and he he had that one post up, I think it was in the first quarter, where they just give him the ball in the post, totally clear out that side of the floor, and he missed. I'm just like, why? Like, <laughs> why does Aaron Gordon ever get just an ISO post up? That's not a good use of a Nuggets possession. No. Um, but aside from that, I felt like he got everything within the flow of the offense. And it's almost like I didn't really notice him too much until he was putting the ball in the basket, yeah. dunking or laying yeah, yeah, it in. Yeah. And I feel like that's a good thing. Yeah. So I liked what he did offensively. The one thing, quickly, like the one thing that was frustrating to me is that he finally found himself in uh, an action that you called out where he is in the dunker spot. <laughs> We're always like, man, put it. This was put one of his misses. <laughs> We're like, always put him in the dunker. Like, of course. And then he's in the dunker. He gets the ball and like just has it slapped away, fumbles it. We're like. You know what? I don't know. Just like, I don't know what the answer on that play. Jokic you know? was really pissed because that was a play that you're talking about where it became clear 
three, four, five seconds before is like, okay, this is going to be a Gordon dunk. Yep. Can't wait for it. Play, and, and that's exactly the type of basket you want him getting. A hundred percent. And he somehow just goes up and gets blocked. <laughs> and you're like, bro, Kenneth Fareed used to love those where it was like, you have just enough on them that if they try to contest, you get to yam it on them. And it's like, yeah, he just didn't go. He didn't go. Up. Kenneth Fareed went up like he was trying to dunk on someone, no yep. matter if somebody was there or not. Cause and, he was. And, and <laughs> like, sometimes Gordon goes up like he's trying to like gently not touch the rim with his fingers or something, Dude, you know, um, but Tops. what's that? Hit the dunk score. No, <laughs> dunk score. But again, we're like complaining about people because we want to blow out. We're, I know. We're the Smugget fans Dude, the now. The Smuggets are back. The Smuggets are back in the worst way. Yeah, the worst all way. We, all we, we just bring the negative. Well, here's what's funny. Up. So we're talking we're about entitled. him as if like, oh, how did he miss this dunk? 17 points ties his second highest as a Nugget. He had wow. 24 against Orlando. He had 17 against Golden State in a giant loss. Um, this This – Second highest score. That's kind of kind of wild. Well, Good. if you look at his shot chart, he took two shots, I guess three shots outside the paint the whole night. I think Love one it. of them was that post-up possession I talked about. A little fadeaway or whatever. And then the two others were threes. Yeah. So everything else was in the paint. That that's good. I love that's really that. good. Um, Composo tonight had an interesting one. Eight points, six assists, three steals, and some big time steals. Like Faku steals are fun. <laughs> Faku has the funnest steals. Faku's game is so impossible to understand. It's so hilarious. It is man. impossible to deny. Yeah. Even more impossible to understand. Yeah. Like, he could not, like, at a certain point, he was shooting in the first, and he kept missing because he had zero points in the fourth quarter, where then he was the leading scorer. Right. right. Leading scorer in the fourth quarter. Nine <laughs> but, points. Uh, I think Kale or somebody was like, well, you know, he's been shooting. He's due. And we were like, no, he's not. <laughs> he's not due at all. Like he's there on or off. There's no do with Faku. It's like, um, but he's just—I don't know, man. He's just that—he's uh, just a little lightning bolt, little lightning bolt. Adam, when you was not here, we—we uh, we did the circle of trust. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure if you read it or not, watched or not. No. Nope. Okay. So, what would you think Faku's shot would be in the circle of trust for me? Like, do you think it's in or it's out? It's in. You trust him in the clutches. Totally. The, the like, way the there way. goes the answer right there. It's, yeah. it's the last part that you added yeah. in the clutch. Yeah, in the clutch. Yeah. And he and had it, one tonight. I mean, he was scoreless for most of this game, all but like the last five minutes. But you knew that that last shot was going to go in, yeah, the, or the the shot yeah. that mattered. Like everyone felt that one going in. You knew it was going in I, early in the game. He takes that. Do you, do you have that same type of confidence? No, and and I will say one thing. You're right that he is clutch. That that he has come up clutch quite a bit, and even in big games tonight. You know, it, it's nice. I want, he needs to also make one more. Like going having zero points on some of those, including sure. the one that was most frustrating was the Jokic assist. Do you know the one I'm talking about? Jokic also got pissed at this one. Handoff to him. He curls around for a wide-open layup and somehow smokes it. And Jokic <laughs> oh, was, like, yeah. really <laughs> furious at that one, too. Yeah. Um, but that being said, you're right. I do trust him in the clutch, and I do even his three-point shot especially. His three-point shot is where I trust him maybe the most in the clutch. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of funny. Um I just am in love with Faku now. Like, oh. I love watching him. Um, I'm just Gusta. so Make. appreciative that I get to watch him every single night. Like the guy is just ridiculous. I, I can't get over how he's in the NBA and he's on the Denver Nuggets right now. I just, I, I just love it. Harrison's pandering so hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's funny because P Harrison knows that he has to dig back out from the hole he dug himself early on. With he's Serbia, he's not allowed in Serbia. Slandering Fakas. That's easy. You just go to another country, another <laughs> beautiful country. <laughs> Everybody like 
exiles himself in Argentina anyway. I could do the same. <laughs> uh, Austin, Austin Rivers tonight, also nine points. He goes three of eight, two of five. I, I continue to like him. Um, I don't really have too many Austin Rivers notes tonight. I thought it was just kind of a normal game for him. Anybody have a take on Austin Rivers? Uh, Austin Rivers has been has been a really cool story, but I mean, I'm kind of questioning how big of an impact he's going to like make in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like a game like he had tonight, I feel like that's going to be kind of the norm for him in, in the playoffs. Um, nine points, 31 minutes, three of eight from the field, some nice moments. Like he's a good piece. Yeah. He's a good piece. I mean, the greatest yeah, nice part about piece. that was the, the zero turnovers. Like, yeah. you, you know what to expect with, uh, of him. And also, he's a point guard, but he really doesn't have the ball in his hands a, a, a ton. Yeah. So, like, he plays within the flow of the offense, and that's actually big for a player like him that comes in so late in the season. And, he, you know, like with Michael Porter Jr., a lot of it was, does he know the offense? Can he run the offense? You don't have those same questions with Austin Rivers. He just... He's a vet. He already understands where to be at on the floor and just how to kind of stay out of the way. Yeah, he's quick too, man. Like his his little first step jab when he wants it to be quick is impressive. He can like get by guys. He doesn't always. He's not like always super um, aggressive with it. Like he's not super forward. But like when he decides he wants to get to the cup, like he can do it, which I, I appreciate. Like he has some good takes. Um, it's not always just him firing from the outside. So. You guys know a weird feeling is when I see Eric and Dev in both the YouTube chat and the company Slack while the show is going. It's amazing. I don't know how they do it. I don't it's, know how they do it. I'm you getting know, notifications I mean, from Eric. And here's I'm like, Wait, the, what? Well, here's, here's the be- the easiest way to do it, just the, a pro tip. Don't listen to what you guys are talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and then just do your own thing. You are doing your own thing. <laughs> Man, Adam, you're so good at, like, Catching me up to speed up. Oh, I can always tell. I look over and when I ask a question, when somebody's like, "Oh crap, I wasn't listening," I repeat it. I don't know if you've ever caught this, but I'm like, "What do you think, Dev?" So good at that. Of Austin Rivers' impact on the bench. Because you're like, "Vote does not do that," and he just like asked me the question. Like, what did you say again? (laughs) Say that one more time. Like I was talking to the chat. I was was in the Slack. I mean, but the chat loves us. Like we have to talk to the the, the people. It's true. We're here for them. The chat. Look. Not not don't love me. I mean, I trust me. I can go back and look. I cry into my, you my don't, you don't, pillow you don't, at night. You don't talk to them. I always notice it's, it when one of them just starts cracking up in the middle of the show. <laughs> like, well, if you guys think about it, Adam, you're doing such a wonderful job. Uh, the, the, oh, wonderful. Like you're doing oh, such this a, does feel and good. Wow. Harrison, you're Mr. Professional. So you don't have the time to joke around like me no, and this guy. I don't. Like, <laughs> we're the men of the people. The couch over here is the casual couch. You got the host, the pro, and the chuckle fucks. Where do you? guys i guess we could start with monte morse mr nugget made his return tonight he oh only boy. played 10 minutes all in the first half did finally make a shot for a while there it was like oh man he's gonna miss everything um but here's the big thing michael malone tonight and it's really the story of the game like we're, we sit here and piss and moan about things that didn't go right the story of the game was the nuggets were up 20 and the second unit came in and blew it and they blew it in part because they tried to go true bench the Nuggets have been putting Porter or Jogic, one of those two guys on the court, for most, if not all of the game, but most of the game. Tonight, they were like, F it, 18-point lead. Let's see what happens when we take them both out. They sucked. What do you make? Is this just Monte Morris' first time back? That bench will figure it out? Or do you feel, Dev, that they really need to stagger even these last three games of the regular season? Well, first off, I'll give credit to, to Malone, actually. like for the, This is something that he's learned um, or what I've seen to be different. Usually when, when Morris comes back, he just throws him right out there, right into the fire. And 
he plays them like big minutes. Tonight was a time that he did not play them a lot uh, of minutes. Um, I mean, that could be just how injured, I guess, uh, Morris was. But that was different for him. And also to go with the guys that have been playing. Austin Rivers, he still gave him big minutes. Faku, he still started him and gave him big minutes. And that, I feel like that's just different, especially with Morris, because Mor Morris is... Monte is uh, Malone's he guy. Almost, like, he almost did it again. Threw, he threw. almost started cracking up in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, like that, that's what I want to give credit to. But also, like, you just have to get a smaller rotation. He, he went with the guys that have been playing well lately. Oh. Yeah. Just 10 minutes for Monte. Like, you you got to be smart, though, with this answering. Right. But that's how smart they want to be because yeah. they learn from what happened with Gary Harris yeah. when he came back from that uh, adductor. and. From that adductor, the abductor, yeah. the quad, and the played core. thirty minutes against the the Wizards and reheard it and, and re-injured himself, and we never heard from him again. Like this is how important they think it is, and and they're right to make sure Monte is healthy for the playoffs because we know he's going to play huge minutes in the playoffs. We know he's going to play you know twenty five to thirty minutes in each and every playoff game. So I, I think kind of his struggles tonight were just this just being his first game yeah. back. Um, but I, I appreciate the Nuggets' commitment to really ramping him up slowly. I like that. I like that he only played is 10 it, minutes. Is it a bigger benefit letting the bench try to play all by themselves? Or is it more of a benefit of, hey, in the playoffs, Michael Porter and Jokic, you're going to be on the court at all times. So we'll leave you guys together because you're going to be playing 30 minutes together come playoff time. Do you think it's more about that, just trying to get them the most minutes together? I do. Uh, I also think like the, the one thing I liked from Monte quickly like is that his shot, where now it wasn't falling, but it wasn't short, and yeah. when you hurt your legs, like that, <laughs> that's the, where your power, Keyword, like, yeah, like that's where your power comes from. Like if people are, are their legs are feeling tight or like they're not feeling like they're game ready, a lot of times their shots will be short. And Monte didn't look like he was feeling any ill effects from the time off, which I thought was like really positive and like really gave me. Um, heart like it just seems like he is going I mean obviously he's just rusty like that's what happens with every player after they sit for a few weeks um, but he I thought he looked good man he had a good finish uh, he had a he drained a couple and he was just kind of bouncing around he looked like Monte again I just think that he's his presence be it on the starting unit or with the um, with the bench is going to right either one of those units do um, you think in the playoffs it is Jokic or Porter on the floor at all times. Yes, absolutely. I can't imagine. Look, we remember game three of the Portland Nuggets series when Jokic sat for three minutes and it cost him the entire mm. game. And I think if you have minutes in a playoff series with neither of those two guys on the court, you might get buckets from Millsap. You might get buckets from Jermichael Green. You might. But, boy, if you don't, it could yeah. be really ugly. So, yeah. absolutely, I think one of them is on the court. I agree. I think that has to be the case. Jokic is going to play 41, right. 42 There's minutes a night. There's going to be such a slim margin for error with this team in the playoffs. Yeah, where so slim. You're going to need Yoke to play 40-plus minutes. You're going to need Porter to play around the same. So, I, I totally agree. Is there anybody else from the bench, Dev, that stood out to you tonight? I mean, that you look at that bench unit. You, we had Chanchar play some minutes early on. I don't know. that uh, He didn't come back in. He had Marcus Howard play minutes for a while there. What, Shaq Harrison, maybe. Jermichael Green can't make a dunk. That's what I was going to so say. <laughs> you tweeted this out, and then we got a couple of mentions on it, and I looked it up. Jermichael Green, per NBA.com, shooting uh, 
25 of 34, 73 and a half percent on dunks this season, which I feel like is a really bad percentage. 74% on dunks is, yeah, yeah like, come on, man. Because I, I looked up Porter, and we all talked about Porter. He has small hands, he can't finish. He's shooting 90 something percent on dunks. Yeah. So, like, Jermichael Green shooting 73 and a half percent on dunks, that's bad. I mean, the <laughs> thing is, it's a dunk. Yeah. Like, because I, I thought it was worse. I'll, I'll be honest. I thought it was worse just because of the fact that I feel like he misses one. Damn, he should have had it every single game. He's gotten some foul calls on him. So he has more say, misses that don't count. Yeah, it's the yeah. fouls that like have been saving him. Like yeah. that he, They should be regular dunks. Um, but also, to go 70, basically 74% um, from dunks, that's horrible. If it's a free throw, really. <laughs> if it's a free throw, That's you so say that it's really not is, that great. It's a Jokic free throw is greater than a yeah. J Mike dunk. <laughs> yeah. I would rather have a like a Porter contested three at this stage than a Jamichael Green dunk. That's so true. It's oh wild. my god. What has happened to us? <laughs> what has happened to us? Did you just think about dropping something in the trash can? <laughs> and you only do it seventy four percent of the time. <laughs> Come on, man. It You're is, missing. It is pretty funny how much good. he misses dunks that that's his thing. With Plumlee, it was that he reverses dunks, which J. Mike gets that he misses them. This is a bummer. Like, I, I prefer the reverse to the miss. I do <laughs> prefer it as well. Um, Shaq Harrison continues to be a guy I just love rooting for, but I will say my confidence in his offensive game has really gone down. I mean, defensively, I just think the guy's incredible. You watch him. The way he recovered, I had this on the list. There was a play, I think it was in the Utah game, where he dives for the ball and gets back up, and it was almost like he was doing a burpee or something, you know, like where it was like, get up as quick as you can. He dove. Did, tips the ball just a little bit and gets up before the other guy can like even turn around. It was the most amazing thing. But he always does that. Defensively, you just watch him. Even when he gets beat, he recovers. Um, but I, I, I did have hope that he was like a slasher. Like, I never had hope that he was a shooter. It's like, oh, he's a slasher. Now I'm like, when he slashes, I'm like, oh, God. Have we seen a jump shot by him? Yeah, he's yeah, made a couple he's threes. Made a three he's made a couple there. threes, yeah, yeah. he has. But he's kind of at the point now where if he's not getting it on a cut, like one of those cuts where he just fills the lane, he's just probably not shooting. Yeah, and, and the defense knows he's not shooting, and the defense knows he's not a threat. But Nobody's I used to even him. like him going coast to coast. I mean, I put this out on Twitter a couple weeks back, where I'm like, man, he's so good coast to coast, and he is. He's really quick. He's really long. But boy, he's not. He's like oh for his last ten on coast to coast attempts. <laughs> yeah. And now I'm like, maybe he just had a hot four or five you know game run on on coast to coast. Um, that being said, I do love his defense. Same. Um, so I, I'm still very intrigued by him. And then Millsap is the other guy that I think stood out to me. He only goes three of six, which surprises me because last few games, I just feel like his one-on-one -on -one game has looked old school. Looked like old Millsap, the young Vintage. one. Oh, yeah, it's, it's old, defense. old school. Yeah. Like he's now he's back to elevating three or four inches off of the ground, but like making absolutely everything like the ball as it just like creeps over the tiger, tiger floaters. Tiger floaters. <laughs> tiger floaters. I also just love his Twitter game lately. Yeah. He's really? really come into his own on Twitter today. He said, I'm sick of this three exclamation points. What, what do you think he was talking about? Canes or Chick-fil-A? <laughs> I don't know why I'm sick of this. Where did <laughs> that come from? That's not even two things that are like alike. <laughs> like you could have said, it, it's not Chick Fil A and Popeyes. It's <laughs> yeah, like I could, I could feel them if that was well, what he was sick of. They both have chicken tenders. Yeah, they do. They're somewhat right. I never I eat it either. But also, what the hell was he talking? Where did he come sick from? Sick of it. He you just can't take Man, that sick debate of it. anymore. He talking about it, Dev? There's so many things that Dev, he could have talked I'm about. I'm sick of it, too. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't know. He, he was the magic man. Now he's like just 
Rolling was, out was anything out there. A couple of days ago, like Saturdays <laughs> oh, are just like I love Saturdays, great or even something. though all my days are pretty much the same. Yeah, to look out and see people chill, walking and enjoying nature is the best. Enjoy you know this day. You know what? <laughs> love it. I know. love it. I love it. I'm gonna make it my mission. Like I know that I'm. I mean, you guys know. I, I'm trying to share one bedroom apartment with Jokic at some point. Yeah, that's gonna I be think a tough Paul one. Millsap might be my fallback. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's married. I don't care. She can come. I just want to hang out with him. <laughs> he sets his goals awfully high. Uh, let's take our final break. On the other side, guys, something interesting happened tonight with the standings out west. We'll talk about that. And then, of course, Brendan Vote live from the Denver Nuggets locker room. He'll be joining us. We have super us. chats to get to at some point. We have also. super chats. Oh, sweet. We have a lot to get to. Let's hit these ads quick, Harrison. Very uh, quick. We got, uh, we got breaking news just into the show. Uh, breaking news alert, Kale. The lawnmower 4.0. Oh, oh, it's here! He's here! It's, it's arrived! Oh, man, I got Go it. get it's him! Bring there. him out! Show Look him at off. this! The lawnmower 4.0. The 4.0. It's a little smaller. Oh. It's got it's got different sizes. So if you want to give a fade to the old uh, <laughs> the old Look at, Look at that majestic machine, man! Look at that majestic. Is there anything more beautiful that's designed to do more? unspeakable things it's i cannot <laughs> wait to be tamed yeah i can't wait, wait to use the lawnmower 4.0 like i'm so excited i'm gonna go home and use it tonight like to be quite honest i'm gonna do designs <laughs> yeah yeah I yeah, yeah do I, I'm, gonna, I, I'm gonna uh, carve showtime in there you guys can get the, the exact shirt with the lines. from manscaped.com you can get 20 percent off plus free shipping with the code dnvr Again, get that lawnmower 4.0 from Manscaped. Just launched, just came out. I uh, get it for 20% off with the code DMVR20 at manscaped.com. Uh, let's also see what we got here uh, from DraftKings. Uh, UFC 262 this weekend. Ooh. Nate Diaz, Michael Chandler. There's no shorts of action. I can't believe Nate Diaz is back. He's my favorite fighter. Really? You yeah. said that. Canelo was your favorite fighter. boxer. Yeah, UFC is just yeah, UFC. Nate Diaz is my crazy, favorite man. man, and people are gonna be in the chat hating him because he's like, you either love him or hate. Him. I love that dude. <laughs> he's the toughest dude on earth. Honest to God, triathlon runner, mm. but also like the dude just he goes and loses every fight, but doesn't quit, dude, and then he ends up winning because the other like, guy quits. All he does, all he does, is just accumulate scar tissue all over his face. <laughs> he does. So he gets put punched once, and it's just a just, waterfall yeah, of blood. <laughs> it is the most uh, harrowing thing. He to gets witness. beat up in every fight, every, but keeps going, and yeah. he's crazy. He's talking trash, no, and you're like, he's like, I didn't hear no bell. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> right. I didn't hear no bell. <laughs> if you want to bet on Adam's favorite fighter, Nate Diaz. Oh, he's gonna. Lose. The toughest guy in the world. <laughs> toughest guy in the he world. He is the toughest guy in the world. I really believe that. <laughs> uh, you just have to pick him or, or another main event fighter you think will win. DraftKings Sportsbook will give you 100 to 1 odds on that fighter. So you bet $1 on Nate Diaz. If he wins, you win $100. Super easy with DraftKings Sportsbook. Make sure to download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR when you sign up to turn $1 into $100. When you bet on a main card fighter to win, place your bet. Watch the fists fly this weekend. Let's go DNVR to turn one dollar 
into $100. By the way, guys, if you like fly into Colorado and you're just here for a little bit busy, if you're not from here, download the app, take advantage of all those deals, then cash out. So my buddy Patrick, who's just here, you know, he, he's coming. He didn't have it there. Yeah. So he came in, took advantage, won like 250 bucks off of can't miss deals. It's the worst thing about Cashed traveling out. when you don't have access oh, to it's the worst the sports book. Uh, it's an absolute vibe killer. Um, yeah, turn $1 into $100 at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com. Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Finally, got to talk about Solace Meds. They've got a bunch of locations in Denver. Uh, four, actually, locations in Colorado. One in Denver, just blocks from the DNVR bar on East Colfax pop in there they got tons of deals going on right now you can use code dnvr20 at checkout uh to get 20 percent off anything i'm pretty sure in the store you can get uh like i said 20 percent off your order with the code dnvr20 at checkout they got tons of deals 20 percent off all glacier concentrates 20 percent off mile high extractions 20 percent off cbn gummies tons and tons of deals at Solace Meds, they got four locations, one in Fort Collins, one in Wheat Ridge, one off Broadway, one just blocks away from the DNVR bar on East Colfax. Top shelf stuff at Solace Meds. And when you make your purchase, be sure to use code DNVR20 to save 20%. You can use that in store or you can use that at solacemeds.com. Um, one thing back here for the final segment here, you know one thing we didn't talk about that I'm, I am ashamed to say we missed? Your haircut? Not my haircut. Oh. <laughs> that spin pass by Faku. Oh. That's oh. that pass all timer, man. That was all timer. I mean, he was a matrix pass where it went like whoosh, like yeah. around because he, he put curved spin, the bullet. He put spin <laughs> on it and curved the bullet, and then it bounces per you're just like, you gotta be kidding me. If if LaMelo Ball makes that, it's all over. Sports. So true. Bleacher oh, Report has like 10 consecutive it. Rookie of the year. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been the most insane. El Mago. And, and it's right? not El even to take away dude. from it because it is an incredible pass. But, you know, since it's Faku, it's not getting the same type. Of, like, we even forgot about it. If LaMelo would have made it, we probably wouldn't have forgot about it. It was such a good he pass. He is just so it was beautiful, man. How, how a guy at his height, because he's listed at 5'10", there's no way he's 5'10". <laughs> how, how a guy at his height can make this type of impact in the NBA. It's crazy. I'm, I'm blown away, man. I'm blown away every night. El Mago. I can't believe it. We forgot that one yeah, for now. Yeah, let's get the yeah. Super Chats. Do you have a headset or no? Uh, no. All right. Adam, are we still <laughs> friends? Debatable. <laughs> 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 uh, question. Well, earlier he did something I won't speak of, but he is going to have to atone for it. Number two, chances we rest our rotation here on out. Um, I, the second question, like, it, it really is. I, I guess we can get to the important thing. This, this leads us to the important thing. Dallas Mavericks lost tonight, guys. They lost wow. tonight. That means currently the Denver Nuggets are matched up with the Portland Trailblazers in the 4-5. Holy smokes. So now Ugh. we keep talking about that Portland game being about, oh, you could tank it, and then Denver will play the La uh, the Lakers will go to the play-in. But and now it might be where Denver has to pick their opponent on the final night of the season. Beat Portland, you play Dallas. Lose to Portland, you play Portland. Ooh. Weird situation to be in. That is weird. That is a fantastic I feel like ideal, man, ideally you don't want that game to mean anything, and you just like don't want to show your hand at all. Totally. Be before a potential first-round series against Portland. But yeah, that's going to be super awkward if, if that game is meaningful. 
Um, Man, I hope it's not. So my answer to that is I don't think Denver cares Portland or Dallas. I, do, I mean, I do think they care. And personally, I think Dallas is the easier mm, matchup. I agree. I think they would want Dallas. I think they would slightly want yeah. Dallas. Not enough for them to maybe, like you said, show your yeah, hand or this or that. Yeah. But um, nonetheless, all the same, I do think Denver probably plays the rest of their games like this one. And maybe that last one even less so. And that this one they tried, Blacko. You know, last game it was bowl bowl. I think they're gonna keep doing that where it's like I agree. If we were really trying to win, we would do something different, but right now I think maybe that last game against Portland is like, yeah, we'll play our starters the first half and then the second half, eh, ease what? up a little bit. Thursday, Friday's a back to back though. I guess one with travel, and I keep wondering if ever there was a game to punt, a back to back might be the one, but um I don't know. Man, that's gonna be fascinating. Who who do you want, Portland or Dallas? Dallas. Me too. I want Dallas. And Portland makes for a better like. There's revenge, yeah. you know. There's this yeah, or that, man. but there's also just more risk in yeah. my opinion. I slightly want Dallas more. Just I slightly. Want, I just want I want my entertainment to be entertaining. <laughs> yeah. You know, like this is for uh, you want to be entertained. I entertain me. Here I am now. Entertain me. I want to see <laughs> the Portland Trailblazers come back into Ball Arena. And they're like, oh, we've been here before. We've done this. And then we just smoke them. Yeah. Just smoke them. If if Denver gets Portland, it's 100% the NBA TV series. Because that, if Golden State is there in the 1-8 and the Lakers are there in the 2-3 and the Clippers are there in the 3, like... Put us on NBA TV. <laughs> yeah, We're NBA getting NBA one. TV regardless of the matchup. It does not matter. That's so true. Uh, the NBR bar, well, yeah, that's probably... Well, if you get Luka, they might... I mean, Luka's the guy. That we're gonna get guy. The, no, we're going to get the Nickelodeon simulcast. <laughs> the simulcast. Gonna, it's gonna the be Marvel s- one? You know what they're going to do is they're just going to superimpose SpongeBob on top of Faku. <laughs> it's going to be incredible. <laughs> <All right>. Slime. <laughs> Slime everywhere. Next, CeeLo. Um, Galaxy brain, but I wouldn't be shocked if Malone let it get close to expose them to close games into the, as we get into the playoffs. So Malone tanking during a game so Denver has to play a close game. Let me say something. <laughs> Malone's competitive nature would not allow that. Even yeah. if he thought, like, like I do think that Malone sometimes has some, like, we're going to make it tough or this or that, but there's no way. His, he's too competitive in, in moments. I can't see it. No way. Absolutely no way. I, he, he wants to win every game by 20, as like, every game. And I think he just went into this game knowing, like, hey, Vlaco's going to go out there. We're going to play these guys because who else? And you need to give rest for key guys. So you're going into it, and those lineups are going to be very feast or famine. Tonight they were famine. Uh, what else we got? Um, next one coming in from German or Herman. Herman. Who should be the point guard for the playoff? Monte or Faku? It's a good one. We talked about it quite a bit. Yeah. I, I'm Faku. I'm Team Faku. Um, who closes, I think, can go back and forth, although we're so late in the season. They Monte both might close. Man, together. no, they will not. No, they will not. My no? thing is that who are they going to – I mean, maybe against like Jalen Brunson. I don't know, man. Not that many teams are small enough for them to do that. That's too small. I'd go with the best, like the better defender, just because you're you're not going to be seeing second units. Yeah, Faku, Faku yeah. is the better defender. He's the irritant. He's the guy that, yep. like both of them know how to play offense and they play offense the right way and they know how to get everyone involved. But Faku brings the energy from like the get go and also can be a like an interchangeable defender. Like I I like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny that isn't it funny that now we look at Faku as the better defender. <laughs> like, the just based on how this year started, and we were like, "Oh man, he's so small. People can just back him down in the post. They're going to take advantage." But he's just uh, is such an, as we like to say, an agent of chaos. He just 
steals passes that don't look like they're even available to be stolen. Yeah, um, totally. He just creates things out of thin air. He is El Mago. He is the magician. He makes things, uh, you know, materialize where they've not been before. But the thing is, is that Monte, we're kind of like forgetting who Monte is because he's been out of sight, out of mind for a while. And and Faku's been, you know, ascending in our eyes. Um, Monte's, I mean, I, I would be hard pressed to turn away from what Monte brings. Do you want, sorry, do you want to know what the best part is? You could play them both. Like you really can together. You're both. saying yes. I don't because, think so. Like, man. well, look at the two guard. It's going to be with Austin Rivers. He's would, bigger, man. He's just bigger. He's bulkier. Yeah. Part I mean, of this you, is bulk. You have time to like with like Monte in the game. You'll just be able to to ride the hot hot hand if Monte has a good game. You go with him. Um, I mean, he is bigger, but also everybody knows is going to rely on Jokic and Michael Porter Jr. Anyway, right. yeah. now you get guys around them that just make smart plays, high IQ plays. You get to go with it. Yeah. I think it'll be match. I think Faku will start. I think it'll be matchup dependent who closes and situationally dependent. If you're down, you probably throw out Monte there to give a little bit more spacing. If you're up, you probably put uh, Faku out there to give a little bit more defense, but, and and just control. But I don't, I don't know, man. Um, You know, I've really enjoyed Faku alongside Jokic. I just think it's kind of worked in, in in a way that that is good. And then Monte runs that second unit. Not tonight so much, but I think he will. We have one more. Okay, let me see. What do we have here from Ryan Kelly? ESP-N has Denver at fourth for future power rankings. Oh, I saw that today. Do you agree? Should it be higher or lower? So ESPN does this thing every year called future power rankings, and it's a formula. This is It's kind of like scientifically unscientific because they break it down into like your roster, your salary cap situation, your market, which is of course completely subjective. Um, <laughs> you know, th- these different little categories and Denver came in fourth. I think the Brooklyn Nets were number one. Well, here's who they're behind. <laughs> okay. Three just classic super teams, man. It, they're behind Brooklyn at number one. Okay. The Clippers at two and the Lakers at three. What is so, it with the Clippers? <laughs> what, what, what is it with these goddamn Clippers? What have the Clippers shown the world to... So that, that they, they can getting, get a free agent. They keep That's getting picked off for things over and over. Always. Well, where did it rake in market? Is why fall apart. Yeah, with their market the Clippers score. and market are tied for fourth. See, this is the thing: is that they they do it on the stupid like. That's why I say it's scientifically unscientific. They're like, but the it, Nuggets are fourteen. Just imagine in looking in and just using your human intuition and being like, you know, but who I bet is going to get better and better is Kawhi and Paul George. Right. As right. the years go on, like, yeah. what are we talking about? Like, they're as good as they're ever going to be. I do. Th- I, I I would probably say, and I think most people would likely agree that with health of the Murray Porter Jokic trio, Denver Denver's uh, like outlook as early as next season Dude, is really is phenomenal. Buy Nug Coin. Just as buy Nug anyone. Coin. You want to buy Nug Coin? <laughs> All right. <laughs> what if we started Nug Coin? No coin. It's like if they win, everybody's gets <laughs> doubles. Um, but the market, the salary cap, I, like I, all of those I, yeah, things. Yeah, I almost feel like fourth with this formula is as good as they can be. Because right? read off the different categories for Denver and where they, where so they ranked. players, just like talent. Means their roster, um, yeah. Ranked fourth. First of all, BS. I'm sorry. Are you seriously going to tell me you would take... I mean, Brooklyn, okay, because they've got Harden and Kyrie and Katie. And the, over the next two, two or three the years, Bucks they could be great. two. Come on, man. Seriously? <laughs> MPG, they have the MVP... You got Michael Porter, who's like, and then Jamal Murray. No, I'm sorry. Another star. Yeah, sorry. so so that's bullshit. Um, <laughs> management. What did they get management? <laughs> Tied for fourth. Okay, so it's high score. I mean, should it not be higher? 
I, who, I, I would have to see who beat who scored higher in their management. Uh, the Clippers. <laughs> Wait, they're tied with the Lakers in management. Say, <laughs> as soon as you say the Lakers, you see, yeah. the genius Rob Palenka. He's like, what if I were able to get Anthony Davis, Daryl Morey, and, and LeBron the 76ers James. first? In oh, how did you come up with that? Rob you know, Palenka? I like that though for them. I mean, Daryl Morey probably deserves it. Uh, money. Tied for 19th. I don't really that, know what money it's is. It's salary cap flexibility, which I think is fair. Like, Denver, that is going to be one of the biggest obstacles for Denver. Sure. One, they're going to have to go into the tax. And none of us ma- have that have much faith that, that the Cronkies are going to go into the tax, first of all. But number two, even if they do go into the tax, they already have three players that are going to be max dudes. Like, yeah. you're going to have to really get big, big. But that should be that could be where Tim Connolly shines. He does. Yes. He <laughs> does. This is the thing. Um, this is where he shines. Market tied for 14th. Eh, fair. So Whatever. that drags them down. I mean, if their market was top ten, they they might be like That's true. first on this list, and then draft. F it, man. I'm so high on the Nuggets long term outlook. What is just dr- need help? Yeah. You what kidding is me? Draft. Uh, draft at capital. Draft assets. So and Denver doesn't have very many drafts. That is something yeah. where they're lacking. Tied for twenty first. Yeah, they're gonna. Well, they're gonna be a fourth is incredible. Right. Given actually. some of their the negatives. But I mean, yeah. draft capital is an important. I mean, as important where the Nuggets are right now. It's funny because the one that matters by far the most was the market thing because it's like you, the Clippers, like you were saying, the Clippers know, yeah, and I'm Lakers. I'm just so and excited. It's like, what, are, what are those young bucks on the Lakers going to do in the next know, and in, it's like they have in the no coming future. years? Yeah. But it doesn't matter because they know. Um, anyway, yeah, interesting one. We're watching the scores right now. Scoreboard watching the Knicks and Lakers are taking on. So here's what's crazy. We just talked about the – Portland just leapfrog Dallas. You know, the Lakers have a chance. We've kind of all written them into the seven seed, but and I still think they are, but they could get hot and go on a run. So this Knicks game, it's like if they lose to the Knicks tonight, I feel not quite a lock, but close to a lock. They'll be the plan. If they win tonight, hmm, I'm sorry. I'm just stuck on these rankings that the, <laughs> that the Knicks are seventh. I, I want to take oh, a wow. screenshot of this and get, just read off what it is. Look back in a couple oh, years. Read off their 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 um, ones here. Players tied for 18th. So okay, that's about, about it. I was gonna say if they have those players that high, man. Yeah. I mean, come on. Uh, management tied for 11th, which I don't really get. Wow. Well, they've got because they've got now uh, Rose, right? Leon Rose, isn't he like running yeah. things over there? I, I will say it's a new day for the Knicks. Well, it's, every time there's been a new day, it has like crashed and burned. Yeah. It's, but been, maybe, the, it's been the shortest day of the year. But maybe this Winter time solstice. is different. <laughs> this maybe time is different because they're going to get Chris Paul. Um, Jeez. <laughs> uh, money, which is legit. They have a ton of money to spend tied for uh, first. Yeah. Um, how they spend it, we'll see. Market, which I don't agree with this at all, tied for first. I don't think players want to play in New York they nearly do. as much they as do. they used to. They do, They man. always talk about yeah, it. Yeah, what? they do. Why haven't they gotten any free agents? Because of Dolan. But that's what but I'm Dolan's saying. Dolan's still going to be the owner forever. But you know what? They got World Wide West and Leon Road. They got, they got deal, fixed. Man. I'm just saying they got I, it, fixers in there. We'll, we'll see. Players do not want to play in New York as much as they used to. It only um, takes one. Man. Look at what Julius Randle, his star has written. Some people want him to be the MVP. Yeah, and they're uh, not going to be able to resign. You saw the fan. You've seen all these videos of the fans you know, parading down the street when they got to 500. Like, I'm, I'm not buying the Knicks as a destination. Uh, which, which current superstar... Or budding superstar is 100% going to ruin their career by choosing the Knicks. It might be Zion. I can totally oh. see Zion forcing his way to the Knicks. <laughs> and then just like disappearing. Oh, oh, Amari Stoudemire-esque where it's like, yeah. all right. Oh, my God. Who is Devin it? Booker, maybe? <sighs> I could see Devin Unless Booker. The, the yeah. feels hadn't been way too good. Good. Ben Simmons, I could see, to be ben honest ben with you. I, I could see oh, Ben Simmons getting one. too big for Philly. Like DeAndre Ayton, maybe. Um, <laughs> draft seven. So I guess they have draft capital, but Come. that is a ridiculously high ranking for the next. Jeez, what's going on uh, with the post with the 
with vote. Like, are they? It's oh yeah, he's talking. He told me he's talking to Jokic as we speak. Maybe he got locked out of the building. He's talking to Jokic. <laughs> Jokic, Jokic always goes long right now, and it's it's. What can we do? It's, he's the king. Yeah, I, I would mean, wait well, I mean, like weeks. Do you think maybe him. that uh, vote and Jokic are doing a workout right now? <laughs> do, you, do you have a guess for who's last on these rankings? It's, Dead last. Who has the most effed up situation? <laughs> yeah. uh, who is just so fucked? They should just fold Orlando. the franchise. Orlando or uh, Minnesota. Orlando Minnesota. is RJ Hampton. No. Minnesota. Uh, no. Um. Wow. This is a fun. We didn't one. get it. Sacramento. It's, it's an obvious one when you think about it. No, it's not Sacramento. Oh man, this is fun. Don't tell me. I kind of want to sit here and guess. <laughs> uh, it's not Charlotte. No, it's not no. Charlotte. I was going to say got Cleveland. Lamella but it can't be Cleveland. Cleveland. It is Cleveland. Oh, wow. Tied for 28th in players, 30th in management. (laughs) Shout out Kobe Allman. Wow. Uh, 15 in money, 29th in market. Who's got a worse market than Cleveland? Oklahoma City. It's got to be Oklahoma City. It's Minnesota. Minnesota? Wow. That is not true. (laughs) Oklahoma City's got the worst market. I mean, come on. No, it has to be Minnesota. They they like have been last with the Nuggets for like a lot of years. Wow. Viewers and stuff. So, getting an update here from Vote. Apparently, Jokic spoke to the media and had a lot to say about the MVP, but the audio wasn't working on the Zoom call and nobody could hear him. Oh, oh. my God. <laughs> Here he comes. Speaking of which, it is voting time. Who's getting up? Who's, who's bet, vacating a seat? Sure. All right, Kill Bill. Dev, you were great today. Oh, nice. Kill Bill reference. Yeah, did you see that? Because the shirt. Did you see the shirt? Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, it's voting time. I can't Man wait to hear the about the garage. shit show that was Nikola Jokic's media availability. Do, do you guys want to hear, hear Jokic's first comments all season, like real comments about MVP? Yeah, let's hear it. I, so I would like to hear it as well. So what happened? Um, I don't know. Just an audio issue at the end there. Uh, it was pretty hard to hear Yoke, obviously. So literally you couldn't tell us. Yeah. I mean, he was speaking, but I wasn't getting any of it. I texted other media members. I haven't even seen any quotes out there yet, so... I'm so sure Harrison Wing will get in there with the video <laughs> later and, wow. and clip something, but uh, it was a good media session, guys. I can't wait to hear about it. So take us inside. What oh, okay. was, first of all, Malone, what was he like? He was good. Um, right off the bat, he joked with Mike Singer, I, I missed you during pregame, didn't I? And Singer explained that he was just late in the car, couldn't get it to work on Zoom. Wow. And Malone, Malone shakes his head and says... This is a no excuse team, Mike. Get out of here with that bullshit. (laughs) Get out of here with that bullshit. Wow. Wow. That's a real quote. Um, Yeah, he was just pulling his leg, obviously. So in a great mood. (laughs) I know, yeah, that's so true. You know what's funny is he's like complained about beat reporters not being there for real. Yeah. If you you lose this game, he calls you out. Yeah, maybe maybe he wasn't joking. We'll find Uh, out. Uh, On the game, real quick quote, we're at our best when we defend, we rebound, and we run. The challenge is not not just to do it early. The great running teams do it for 48 minutes. Mm. Um, mm. But moving on, bigger picture stuff. On resting Jokic, Malone said on one hand he has a lot of respect for Jokic and his approach. But on the other, they are, I'm paraphrasing of course, they are in a stretch of season now where staying healthy really is the top priority. So there is ongoing dialogue there. They'll continue to talk to Jokic about what it means to try to get rest and also just opportunities for other guys to play. You know, he's mentioned Marcus Howard and I think he maybe even appealing to the teammate side of some of these stars here you know, opportunities for guys towards the end of the bench. Hmm. On clinching home court, quote, this has been a very long year. Let's call it what it is. To be able to accomplish home court advantage with all the injuries we've had is just a testament to that group. And that's why I love coaching them so much. Yeah, Hmm. man, that should not go, like, under the rug. For the Nuggets to get home court advantage with all all the injuries that they've had, man, 
I, huge so only team three times. That's uh, correct. Right yeah, they're the only team to do that out west three times in a row now, uh, and they hit the over again, Harrison. To your point, I mean, to think really, they hit the over. They hit the over on win totals this season. But that's crazy. That's crazy. To that's me. insane. It's man. a lock, man. I mean. You, you, pretty much Jokic has to go down for you to start thinking they don't Literal get that. public bias. This is really just, this is actually that in, in tangible form. The market's too low on the Nuggets, always. Uh, Monte only played in the first half. Uh, that was just a minutes restriction thing, quote. We just wanted to get him first half minutes. I'm, I don't have enough hands for this. Hang on. A lot going on here. We did talk to Monte, who admitted it was tough sitting this year watching. Quote, uh, I ain't really never been hurt before. So it was tough for him, but he's glad to be back out there. He was asked about the way Facundo Campazzo was playing and the eventual rotation, and Monte did not bite. Quote, I am not the coach. He's been playing amazing. I don't get paid to make rotation decisions. I get paid to be the best version of myself, best version of myself. And that's what he's going to focus on regardless, whether they go with Faku or him. I believe Monte is the best version of himself. Yeah. He's awesome. He's, he's the best version of himself. He is better. He's a better version. Extent. Totally no. maximize himself. Uh, and, and just quick, I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead, man. Um, Dev went home. Dev just pieced the F out. <laughs> so right, th this gets interesting now. Monte was asked about MPJ, and he smiled. MPJ sort of stepping into this second scorer role, and he says, we see it every day. Um, um, and he says, and even he'll tell you, or he'll tell you he ain't even 100% and he's putting up these numbers. What does that mean? Now, so he, so Monte said 100% healthy. Yeah. Bear with me, guys. This is going to be a roller coaster. Okay? Oh, wow. Let's we did it. talk to Michael Porter Jr. Okay. Um, so he was asked if he's playing the best basketball of his career, to which he hilariously said, nah. Uh, I'd, <laughs> I'd say senior year of high school, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> when I was scoring like 40 a game. Yeah. You know, um, casual. I'm definitely adapting no. my game after the injury. I, I, first of all, okay, but that's a ridiculous thing. Ridiculous <laughs> right. thing to say. This is right. this is the guy we're dealing with. Like, and oh, he I love believes it. that. That and, is such a ridiculous thing. And to so say. he said, "This guy's with a smile on his face that he's not yet back to one hundred percent, not even close." Um, now later, someone followed up and asked about Monte saying one hundred percent healthy. I want to be clear. Everyone should watch these videos. They are released for full context. I can give you snippets. You can watch the whole thing. Porter backtracks a little bit on saying he's not 100%. He says physically he's fine. With the injuries, he's fine. And it's tough to put a percentage on it. I think there was a sore need to define some terms. I think what Porter was saying is physically he feels okay. The game just isn't as easy to him as it once was when he was 18 pre-back injury. And so he's he is readapting his game. I think what he meant was he didn't feel like 100% of himself right. as a basketball player on the court. Yeah. But Porter has reiterated all season long that physically he feels fine. So Could it just be like he remembers the type of athlete and how yes. fluid he was able to move yes. before the that's, back stuff? That's that's what I think what I mean. And he's just – I mean, hes he could feel 100% of how he'll be the rest of his career, but he's just not the same fluid athlete yes. that he was before the back stuff happened. I think maybe, that's, maybe that's it. I think that's nail on the headwind. Yeah. And it also speaks – to what a ridiculous prospect this guy is. <laughs> yeah. This is the not this is the after the career threatening back injury version of a guy. Um, and he's ridiculous. And so I, I think that's it. Yeah. Maybe he never gets to that level again, but I don't mean to cause any any you know ring any alarms here. Porter's fine. Um, yeah, I mean he's doing this b while still wearing a really uncomfortable brace on his foot. 
yeah. for the drop foot. I think what these guys were getting at, this was meant to be a positive thing. The best is yet to come. Right. Like, this guy's still ascending. So, And we talked about that a little bit on this very show, just about how you could see how easy the game is for him when he's in rhythm and confident, and he's still thinking about it. And I think this all plays into it, the thinking the game part of yeah. it, the confidence, the, uh, the coordination even. Like, I wonder about some of his bad hand stuff being a little bit of, like, his body still doesn't work mm -hmm. the way it, he remembers it, so it's like having sure. to figure things out. But sure, I'm, I think the I think the it's a steep curve. Yeah, we've already seen it be a steep curve, and I really just wonder what a whole off season does for MPJ. I think I wish I'd gotten to see him play in high school. <laughs> oh yeah. my god, what, how ridiculous <laughs> would that have been? Well, he, I remember Nate Duncan said that he was the best he had ever seen since doing since covering the Nike the Hoop Summit, and it wasn't even close. So, and he'd been doing it for like a decade now. So, so, so to this point, Adam Porter did say he still feels like he has two to three more levels to unlock and Ooh. layers to unlock. <laughs> a lot of it is about playmaking, strengthening those hands, his his dribbling. Did he mention um, that specifically? He did, and he mentioned. Uh, trying to make a leap in the five days off between the regular season and the playoffs. No, I, love, I love Porter, dude. I'm telling you, man. He definitely has Mamba mentality. Dude, he's totally, like, man. Like, guys say this about Porter. They respect how seriously he takes his craft and how much time he spends in the gym. And has since he was a kid. Yeah. Port like, he is a machine. Port okay. no, no, I was just going to say, when I hear all that, like, I, it makes me think, like, Wow, the Nuggets could really be the fourth best team in the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> if only they had a better market. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if only they had another first round pick in three years. Yeah. yeah so so I cut up the timeline a little bit here so we could get the full 100% picture. While he was talking about his high school year, he kind of kept talking and he wandered and he eventually got to the Clippers doctor. Um, a lot of people thought I would never play basketball again, mm. he said. Now I'm going to paraphrase. I think it was the Clippers doctor, uh, I think, who brought up a report, showed it to his team and other teams, and said he may never play basketball again. And Porter admitted to, after hearing about that, eventually doubting himself. Yeah. That report scared even him. So he's just grateful. He knows he's got a long way to go. The, the, the Clippers should fire that doctor. I mean, yeah. well, he was completely hopefully, wrong about that. Hopefully he <laughs> left with Doc Rivers, who took the brunt of that. Maybe it was actually Doc Rivers. <laughs> it was Doc Rivers. You know, well, he's a doctor. I mean, you guys, <laughs> Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers said he'll never play again. I mean, Yeah, I'm not a doctor, but going with he'll never play again and he hasn't missed a game right. of injury since coming back, that's, that's a whiff. big miss. That's a whiff. That's a miss. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so really interesting perspective from Porter tonight, guys. On Jokic winning MVP, Porter confirmed he really doesn't care. He Porter speculates wonders such a big thing. Maybe it's somewhere in the back of his head, but for what it's worth, Jokic never talks about it. I, if you are, you know, I know we have some jazz fans in this stream. I know a lot of people out of Denver see those quotes and roll their eyes a bit. Oh, he doesn't care. I I'm, think he cares. I'm bro. sure he does, but not, not to the extent that these other guys do. Here's what I would say. I don't think he cares as in like he's gunning for the MVP. I think he cares in that he's like, I am the MVP. Like I w He didn't come into the season wanting to win the MVP. He didn't go into any specific game wanting to. And I just think that now that the cards are on the table, he's like, you're telling me somebody had a better season than me? No. I, just, I think also there are places in this world, like Denmark, for example, which has been rated the happiest nation on this planet because they have low expectations. <laughs> I think Jokic is the type that sets himself up for not being disappointed by putting out all of these expectations. I should be this. I am this. He just sort of lets it come and reacts. And um, 
you know, I respect that that approach. I mean, he's not he's not uh, politicking. He's not using the bully pulpit like other Embedian uh, type of <laughs> play, p- players out there. It's, I just like he just is like, you know. What shall be, shall be. And yeah, if you can win the MVP without saying you're the MVP for an entire season, that should give yeah, you that's like a, the two new, MVPs. That's the new TikTok craze. Show me you're the MVP without telling me you're the MVP. <laughs> okay, anyway. Just the highlight mix of Nikola <laughs> Just his entire season yeah. on YouTube. Yeah. So one more note. Uh, Porter was asked about resting. The initial answer quote, if Yoke's not resting, I'm definitely not resting. Oh, oh man. That. Well, That's fun I, to hear, but also concerning. No, you know what? I was concerned at first, but I'm with him. I'm with, I'm, you know what? I, love, I do love it. Bear with me. I don't see a big need to rest, but it's up to them, them being the coaching staff. If, it, if they're just trying to avoid injuries and stuff, quote, then that's cool, end quote. But about phys- like how he feels physically, Porter said twice that he does not feel any need to rest. He would play tomorrow if he had to. Porter's such a freaking Adonis, man. I, I yeah. but I do. I gotta say, we gotta go back to the Jokic quote. That's leadership. It is totally, and, and it's important. I know that right now the whole like. I tell you, the nerds have taken over basketball in some ways, in the worst possible ways. Oh. Where they are not just because not I bad. get no, I get the argument about like resting this or that, but when fans start rooting for it. Like, oh, I hope they rest. And you're like, why? <laughs> it sucks when players rest. So I'm going to sit here and just say that I think that Jokic creating this culture of like, I, I, I will say this. I think rest clearly helps, but I also think mind over matter helps even more. If you could combine those two, perfect. You've got the perfect thing. But I think so many people think about it in, in the wrong way where it's like, no, Jokic is in, and the Nuggets create a culture of this is our job. We're going to show up and do yeah. it. And I just love that. The second guy, the guy right behind Jokic, is like, I'm following that lead. Why don't we have like a whole contingent of people like begging us to rest? I'd like to take a day. <laughs> Dude, I'm t- yeah. I think it's funny when people are like, oh, I hope players rest. And I hope they cut the season to 40 games. <laughs> because you know what? I love basketball. But I, I would love it, it if they played it half as much as they already do. <laughs> You're like, what the hell are you guys talking about? Never understand it. Yeah. Was it KD who tweeted, uh, NBA fans don't like the NBA? They don't. Right. Yeah, they want to cut the season in half. They like, like arguing with people well, about the NBA. I hate the NBA. I love those. I love those Nuggets, though. Those yeah. Denver Nuggets, baby. I just love those Denver Nuggets. Do, do, do you do agree? Cue up that outro music there, Kale. Um, guys, that was great. All they do is win. Don't take this for granted. Three years, no team's done more winning in in a heart against a harder backdrop of context and circumstances than oh the Nuggets, while still being um, one of the youngest teams in the league. Round. Yeah, you just don't take this for granted. They are so far past that threshold of good. What it takes for them to be less than good. And this message, by the way, that don't take it for granted, for the new entrance into the world of the Nuggets. The people that have been here know very, very well <laughs> this point. is not something that you can take for granted. Great point. Um, it's really fun. Jokic is a gift. MPJ is an absolute phenom. He's a miracle. He is a phenom, man. Um, it's really nothing. It's like nothing we've ever seen here before on the basketball court. Also, yeah. just... Oh, yeah. Just... Just every day is a gift. And I get to hang out with you guys. Talk about the Lawnmower 4.0. That's awesome. <laughs> and bro. buy the shirt. Buy <laughs> the shirt. Time. That's showtime. Show I'm telling you, the kid, because it's almost Together. dismissive to call him the kid, time. but the kid, man, he's <laughs> blooming, blossoming oh, right for our eyes. I blew it, guys. I forgot to. I, the tweet, it's his time. It's showtime. Monte Morris tonight on Michael Porter Jr. It's his time. 
Oh. Mr. Nugget's back and he's helping us move some merch already. Monte, Mr. What Nugget. a line from Mr. Nugget. Mr. Yeah. Marketing. We're going to send Mr. Nugget up here. Get at us, Monte. If you want one, we got one. We have also, a shirt for Monte. Also, approve we the one that I did for We want to make a shirt for you, Monte. Please. Uh, everybody, thanks for tuning in. Nuggets back to back Thursday, Friday. So we're going to have a day off. Well, actually, we'll have the DNVR Nuggets podcast. You can listen to that. But then we're back for a back to back. Yep. Can't wait for it. See you, everybody. Adios. If you guys are looking for something fun to do in Denver, check out the Colorado XOs. They play at Infinity Park in Glendale. And if you're not familiar with them, what the Colorado XOs are, they are a rugby team, but they're comprised of athletes that come from backgrounds in football, basketball, baseball, wrestling, soccer, track and field. And all these guys are elite athletes. They all possess the necessary skills to excel at the game of rugby. And they're all on a team now playing rugby in a full-time rugby training environment. And Rugby Town USA is hoping with these athletes to develop them and inject the U.S. national team with elite talent to help them compete on the global stage and ultimately win the Rugby World Cup. So uh, check them out. Rugby games are really fun to watch. Really one of the things that I've developed and learned here at DNVR about myself is that I actually like watching rugby. And if you want more information on them, if you want to learn about rugby more, check out the DNVR Rugby Podcast with DNVR's own Colton Strickler. He's got you covered about rugby, about the rugby scene in Colorado, and about the Colorado Exos. 